Ireland thought is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold and a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners. Donovan Bailey is putting on a third. He's got it! 984, a world record for Donovan Bailey and a gold medal! A perfect score. 10.0 for Dante Cavanici. A perfect score. The first time I've never seen this one. In over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt sprinting ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record, 9.68. The wind is okay. How easy was that? Hello and welcome once again to Off the Podium and Olympics podcast as we continue our vault interview series going through some Olympic athletes that we've had on the show from our parent program, The Brink. And a bit of a different one again for you today because our our guest on the show isn't exactly an Olympic athlete, but he plays an Olympic sport. I do, of course, speak of Greg Oddie. And again, somebody who, for most people, even in Australia, they've never actually heard of. This interview was done in 2011. And Greg is the captain of the Australian Mighty Roos, which is the name of the Australian ice hockey team. Now, uh, for those, again, who outside of Australia don't uh, think, well, you know, what's so amazing about that? You know, Australia, ice hockey, that. Again, the sport in this country is not exactly well represented. So uh, definitely uh, uh, this was a fun chat. And the the history of Australia when it comes to being in the Olympics, of course, uh, we did um, have an Olympics appearance uh, all the way back in 1960, uh, losing both of our games in in those games to Czechoslovakia 18-1 and eventual gold medalist United States 12-1. So obviously history for Australia in the Olympics when it comes to ice hockey, not too good. However, we um, did hold the record for a very long time when it comes to ice hockey for the highest winning margin in an IIHF World Championship game. In 1987, we defeated New Zealand 58-0. That's right. 58 nil. Uh, sadly, however, this has been broken, uh, 2008, um, and Slovakia scored 82 goals. So there you go. That's <laughs> sadly been beaten. But anyway, Greg Oddy, captain of the Australian Mighty Ruse. And, uh, this was a fun chat. And there's prospects talked about, you know, Olympic hopefuls. And because obviously when it comes to ice hockey, it's not an easy case of just going to a qualifying tournament and you make the game. There's a lot more to it than that. So 2011, this was Greg Oddy, captain of the Australian ice hockey team. Let's listen to it. Greg Oddie was born and raised in Adelaide and quickly flew up the ranks in Australian ice hockey. After playing in various leagues in Canada, England and Finland, Greg soon found his home playing and captaining the Adelaide-based club the Adelaide Adrenaline in the Australian Ice Hockey League before being named captain of the Australian national hockey side, the Mighty Roos. I spoke to Greg during the week about his career in a sport not that recognised in Australia as well as the upcoming Division 2 World Ice Hockey Championships taking part in Melbourne next month. Greg, thank you very much for your time here on the Brink and Edge Radio. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. What made you want to get into the sport of ice hockey? Interesting, actually, my grandparents, um, they, they uh, started the, the first ice rink down here in Adelaide, 
um, a few years back, and uh, that's where my parents met. Um, and yeah, got us kids involved from a, from an early age. We all started at about five years old. So it wasn't really that difficult then to get involved in a sport that really isn't that much publicised in Australia? No, well that's the thing. I mean, um, because I started young, um, the opportunities that the sport presented me, um, you know, were, were too pretty good so I mean a lot of travel um, you know a bit different than you know, your footy and cricket which I, which I enjoyed as a kid but um, I kept leaning towards hockey um, as a bit of a priority um, and I think you know just the, anyone that's played ice hockey before um, knows it's, you know, it's an exciting game and it's um, yeah, it's just great to be a part of really. Now given that we call it ice hockey here in Australia but obviously most of the rest of the world refers it to as hockey do you refer it to as ice hockey or hockey? To my friends hockey but, um, yeah, I guess if I'm talking about it, you know, to someone that doesn't really know the game, then, yeah, you have to throw in the ice at the front. Otherwise, people might get confused. But, no, I mean, there's only one uh, one hockey that I can't remember. That's ice hockey. So I haven't really played much of the field hockey before. Well, I actually grew up playing a lot of field hockey, so I'm sort of from that background. Yeah. But, I mean, it's ice hockey is something that, I mean, b- being in Hobart, we have one rink, which is probably about the size of your lounge room. So um, yeah. it's a bit difficult for people in Tasmania and Hobart to actually want to get involved in the sport. Well, yeah, I was actually fortunate enough to, to play, I think it was an under-14 tournament in Hobart um, a few years back. And, um, yeah, it definitely was a bit of an experience. Yeah. Because, um, we went from five-on-five to three-on-three. To um, in, in the smaller rink there in Hobart, so that was, uh, I mean, that's a different game again, you know, like playing on that on that ice surface there. Exactly. Now, do you think the sport would be better off in Australia if there was, say, more funding and public support? Uh, I think the the funding and the public support, I think that that will come as a result of facilities. I think, um, and we've seen that in Melbourne, you know, with the ice house there at Docklands. Um, you know, a new arena. It's, uh, it's it, a lot of guys have come back now. Um, like I've been told, the junior programs have really, you know, the numbers have increased there. Um, and so I think, you know, that, that's probably what's holding us back in Adelaide, um, from what I understand, is a lot of the facilities um, and, and the one arena, just not having enough ice time. And, yeah, I mean, people want to be able to practice. They want to be able to play, you know, a couple, a couple of times a week. They want a couple of games a week. And right now we can't do that. We just don't have the ice time. Is it sort of comes down to every now and then, if you don't have the facilities, as you are saying, say, in Adelaide and that, does it come down to roller skating and you've got to practice your ice hockey on your roller blades out in the backyard, say, on a concrete pitch where it's um, a bit easier? Yeah, there's a few guys that play, uh, have come over from roller hockey. Um, but I I think most guys, I mean, there's a couple of guys that do go back and forth between the two, but in, in general, you know, I mean, a lot of the guys that stop playing ice hockey, they stop playing hockey altogether uh, and move on to other stuff. And again, I think a lot of it comes back to, you know, just the, the senior programs and things like that that we have locally. We just can't. You know, there's not enough ice time to go around for all the different sports. Now, obviously, of course, a lot of our listeners may be not that familiar with ice hockey compared to, as I was talking before, about field hockey. Clearly, there is a large difference between the two sports. There was, say, one major difference that you could pick out for our listeners between the difference between field and ice hockey, besides the obvious fact that one's played on ice and one's yeah. played on the field, what would it be? Yeah, uh, I think the physical part of the game, um, without a doubt. I mean, uh, in ice hockey, um, you know, it's no secret that, yeah, it's, it's very physical, Um you know, you, you can, can run guys over, um, assuming, you know, it's in the rules of the game. Uh, and you can also drop the gloves uh, and fight and get five minutes in the penalty box. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, and a lot of the times that does keep the game a bit cleaner. I mean, keeps everyone honest. Um, but that, from what I understand, that would be the big difference um, between, you know, field hockey, roller hockey and, uh, and ice hockey. More sports did that with the fighting. Do you think that'd be a lot better off? Well, I don't, I don't think the fight. The fighting's not huge in Australia. I mean, um, a lot of the times we'll see... You know, we'll see highlights from overseas and a lot of it's in isolation. So you might see an incident that involves a fight, but um, you won't see the, the goals that are around it or the other stuff. Um, so it's not a huge part of the game. And anyone that plays hockey in Australia would know that 
you know, that's the case. Um, a lot of the majority of the game is, is skating and, and, you know, and skill. Now, you're talking, of course, about uh, hockey overseas. The uh, major country in the world when it comes to ice hockey is Canada. And, of course, you've played it over there in Canada. It must be a big cultural shock to go from a country where you're lucky to find someone who even knows anything about ice hockey in the country to a place where it's their religion. Yeah, definitely. That's, um, that was a huge uh, experience going over there at a young age. Um, just, just being able to see how they do it over there. Um, you know, everyone lives and breathes hockey over there. Um, you know, they have outdoor ice arenas on corners, you know, like we have ovals. Um, and just, you know, every kid growing up there is playing ice hockey um, and dreams of playing in the NHL. So just to go over there and, and see, you know, what it's, what it's all about and, and be involved in it was probably one of the, yeah, the, the best, you know, experiences I've had as an ice hockey player. And was it your goal to try and make it into the NHL? Oh, I think everyone, yeah, I think I'd be lying if I said no. <laughs> um, any, any kid that grows up would love to play in the NHL. Um, and yeah, you, you quickly um, realise that you're not alone. Um, you know, you, you go over there, and like I said, there's that many guys playing ice hockey over there that you know, and there's probably what 600 guys in the world that are playing in the NHL. Um, and now these days, Europe too. There's a ton of players coming out of Europe that are coming to North America, where you know that that's been a, a big change too. The amount of players coming out of there. Who do you go for in the NHL? Uh, I've been following the Pittsburgh Penguins. Bit of a Sydney Crosby fan. I was about to say uh, Crosby factor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's, he's changed the game a bit. I think the NHL has been uh, dying for a guy like him to come along for a few years now. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. I've actually been speaking to about it recently. When I ask them who do they actually support, they a lot of them will say the Penguins just because of Sydney Crosby. Yeah, I think what he's done. Yeah, and it's, it's true. Every now and then you get a guy that comes along and people, you know, attack or you know, love watching play, and, and he's one of them. Um, you know, I think you know, Wayne Gretzky was probably the, the last guy that. That, that probably was in that situation where, yeah, everyone just stopped what they're doing to watch Wayne, you know? Now, of course, you are the uh, current captain of the Australian Mighty Roos. Now, what was the uh, feeling like when you first got selected to play for Australia and then eventually when you were named the captain of the team? Uh, well, if I look back at my first tournament, I was fortunate enough to play uh, as a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. So it was quite some time ago now, about 12 years ago. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that was unbelievable feeling I mean uh, you know just growing up as a kid and, and playing ice hockey and then being able to represent your country um, and to play with you know some really good players um, you know both local and also Canadian guys that have been naturalised um, you know was a, was amazing and I think just over the years I've been fortunate enough to, to move more into a leadership role uh, and then to be named captain this year was um, yeah I mean an unbelievable feeling and, and something that yeah definitely looking forward to and as you were talking before, too, of course, about the new facilities at Docklands, the um, Ice House. Now, Australia is set to host the Division Two IIHF Championships in Melbourne next month. Now, how much of a boost is this for the sport in Australia, and how do you think Australia will go? Uh, well, I guess to answer the first question, yeah, a huge boost. Um, I mean, Melbourne is the, the sporting capital, so we've uh, we've had a World Championships in Newcastle, which, you know, was great. Um, the only, I guess, the problem there was you're still attracting a lot of people that, that come to ice hockey anyway. Um, just because it's a bit smaller, but with Melbourne, you know, you're talking to people that you know maybe have heard of hockey or you know maybe have seen a little bit on TV. But they're actually going to be an opportunity to come down and, and watch all the games. We're going to be able to attract a new audience, you know, people that might spend their weekends at the footy and things like that. You know, might want to have a look. So, um, and the ice, the ice house there is, um, you know, world class facility. So, very, uh, very exciting to play in. How far do you um, think that Australia is from making it into the Premier Division of the World Ice Hockey League and then eventually, say, the Olympic Games? Well, we've been up to Division 1. We won uh, the gold medal two two years ago. Uh, went up to Division 1, so it was a short stay. We were only up there for the uh, for the one year. 
but we definitely got to learn a lot in Lithuania um, and find out exactly you know, we were playing against um, you know, some of the top players in the world. Um, a lot of them, or the majority of them, professional too. So it was, uh, it is a step up. Uh, but we're confident that we can, you know, win the gold in Division Two. It's going to be tough, but um, you know, we can definitely achieve that again and, and move up to Division One, and hopefully, yeah, stay up there this time. And of course, the Olympic Games too is the, probably the pinnacle of ice hockey. Now, do you think how many years away do you think Australia is from uh, going back to the Olympics? Which I believe we haven't been in the Olympics since the '60s. Yeah, the Olympics, the, the way that it's structured now, it's. Um, you know, moving up to Division One doesn't guarantee you a spot in the Olympics. You still need to qualify. Um, so it's it's uh, it's a difficult one to answer the Olympics because uh, I mean, if we can get our act together this year and, and win the gold, then that's going to put us in a good position because uh, you know, with the Olympics what, three years away now, um, you know, a lot can happen between now and then. And but I think our number one goal is to win Division One, sorry, Division Two this year, and at least give us ourselves that opportunity to you know, to play against the top teams in the world next year. Now, um, just before we wrap things up, Greg, um, I would like to put out there to our listeners who may be listening to this, they may be trying to think of a different sport to play than your regular soccer, your AFL, your tennis, whatever it is. Why should the kids listening to this program today take up ice hockey? Well, I think for a start, it's the fastest game in the world. And the most of the kids that I talk to, uh, you know, once they start playing ice hockey, they don't look back. Um, you know, there's no reason why you can't combine it with your footy and your cricket. But um, ice hockey really is an alternative, um, and the amount of the travel that you get from it, you know, you would get to travel to all around the world places that you never thought of. Um, the opportunities, to, you know, it's just endless. So, and it's yeah, it's, it's the best game in the world to be honest, and um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, definitely get out there, give it a go. Um, I guarantee you won't be uh, disappointed. Well, Greg Goddy, thank you very much for your time here on The Brink. Good luck in the upcoming championships there next month here in Australia. And uh, hopefully we will see Australia bumping up into Division 1 and maybe even in the Olympics in the not-too-distant future. Well, that's the plan for you. Hopefully all goes well. So thanks for, uh, for having us on the show. Fun chat, and uh, Greg's still playing, incidentally. It's uh, been six years since that interview, but uh, still going, still playing for Australia, still playing for the Adelaide Avalanche in the Australian Ice Hockey League, and, uh, yeah, he's still he's still going strong. So, uh, Greg, if you're listening, uh, I hope everything's going well. We're, we're, we're keeping an eye on things, of course, with Health Hat, and uh, go Australia, because uh, that's definitely uh, what we like to see, and um, we hope that one day, one day, we can see Australia return to the Winter Olympics in the sport of ice hockey. Uh, we'll have more of these great interviews coming your way. Of course, plenty more to come. Facebook, you can like us on there, stay up to date with everything. And iTunes is the easiest way to remember to get these episodes. All our old interviews are on there. All our new interviews will be there. And uh, that's how you can easily stay up to date with us. But we'll be back very soon, once again, off the podium. Thank you for your company, and we'll speak to you very soon. Very soon.